everyone. Thanks for joining this episode of Pulling the Strings. I'm your host, Andrew Nem. Today we'll be talking some shop, some cloud native infrastructure shop. We've got two puppet folks here with us. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Melissa Sussman. I am the Senior Technical Marketing Manager on Project Nebula. And I'm Eric Sorensen. I'm a Technical Product Manager working on Nebula. So Google Cloud Native anything, and you'll see all kinds of results from many tools out there that are helping technologists all over the world. Um, give the listeners a bit of perspective on what Cloud Native infrastructure means to Puppet. Sure. Cloud Native has become somewhat synonymous with Kubernetes, but it really is more than just waving your hand in the air and saying Kubernetes until people start th throwing money at you. I stopped doing that a while ago. Good. Yvonne's point uh, from the Puppetize PDX keynote last week, if uh, anybody's watched the, the YouTube video, if you were there in person, people are really introducing cloud-native ways of working into their on-prem infrastructure. So it's really more about certain characteristics of the applications and infrastructure that you're building than it is about any particular technology. I tend to go back to our Justin Garrison and Chris Nova's book called Cloud-Native Infrastructure. It's a really awesome O'Reilly book that you can get for free. But they define a few characteristics of cloud-native that I think are pretty relevant. It means it has to run on a platform. You can't go in and manually editing files or manually making changes. You have to work around an API and interact with it programmatically. You have to be able to make changes to it easily, a property called agility. You have to be able to observe what's going on inside the app, particularly when we get into these distributed applications that have a lot of microservices. It's much harder to debug what's actually going on because a single request could go through a bunch of services. So the application itself has to be orchestrated so that you can observe it from the outside. And it has to be operable. You have to be able to manage the app from inside the app. And this, this includes things like auto-scaling and being responsive to to additional load that gets put on the service. That's their definition, and I think that's a pretty workable definition of cloud-native. So with all of that agility and that ability to be a little more reactive to whatnot, it sounds like continuous deployment is probably a pretty critical factor here. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Sure. Uh, I have a possibly interesting story about this from a few years ago. I was talking with Lindsay Holmwood, who's a super smart Australian person, their company was moving towards containerized infrastructure. And he described their CI CD system, which was Jenkins at the time, as le being like a conveyor belt that took all of the changes that anybody wanted to make across the infrastructure, the applications, out from their workstation out to production automatically. And they put everything in there, including things like configuration changes, one-off task runs, and even troubleshooting tasks. So they get logged and promoted through the pipeline. That might be an extreme example, but I think it's useful because I think it's useful to still be able to run things in an ad hoc fashion. But it sort of points the way of where things are going. With containerization in particular, you can't just log in and change something. You have to change it upstream in source control, build and deploy a new container. That goes the same for application code, for infrastructure that you're managing as code, and even configuration that goes out via GitOps. And the faster, more automated, more safely you can do that, the better your velocity is, the better the business outcomes are. Back to the state of DevOps report findings that show that the faster that you can deliver things, the faster you can deliver value. Speaking of cloud native and deployments, we are now coming out with Project Nebula. In general, Puppet is moving from a centralized process to a decentralized, locally manageable deployment infrastructure. So it would be good to talk a little bit more about how the project that we're working on uh, relates to the cloud native infrastructure.
Project Nebula currently provides a single place to build, provision, and deploy cloud-native applications. It's our latest offering for teams that are adopting various cloud-native and serverless technologies and need to unify heterogeneous tool sets into a single end-to-end -end deployment workflow. So we're essentially working on deployments as code. So businesses essentially don't want to use a centralized IT infrastructure anymore. They would like to ship app deployments ad hoc. And the goal is that with Nebula, they can go from it taking maybe even several hours to deploy to it taking minutes to deploy. We've talked to a large number of customers who have one or two app teams doing cloud-native rewrites uh, or new projects, essentially building their own patterns. We want to allow the opportunity for them to reuse and avoid reinventing the wheels. So not just working within an organization, but also uh, sharing common steps and workflows. And it's been pretty exciting to see this uh, here at Puppet. Um, it's been pretty thrilling to see the amount of alpha and beta customers come in, give their feedback and usage and whatnot. We'd love to hear more about what kind of impact y'all have had on those customers and users. So everyone we've interviewed um, is looking to adopt cloud native technologies, but they face significant challenges in adopting containers, microservices, and serverless infrastructure. Nebula essentially provides automation that helps customers easily work on provisioning, rollbacks, application deployment, and notifications all in one tool. Nebula also provides those teams with a platform for sharing workflows and best practices to build consistent and coherent deployments. So given how easy it is to access various parts of a tool chain on the interwebs nowadays, why aren't customers just doing this on their own? I think some customers are. Some, I, I was at the CDF summit uh, before Jenkins World a few months ago, and one of the presentations was from an organization which had built an internal thing that looks very much like Nebula. But I had to ask the question, how much of what they had built was based on open source projects, and how, or how much were they going to open source? And the presenter looked a little confused and was like, none of it. And to me, that seems like a missed opportunity because there are a lot of common patterns. There's a lot of things that everyone uses that's working in this space. And so to start top to bottom and build all of that stuff yourself seems really, really expensive. And I think unless you're in the business of creating and selling a product that's based on, on these principles, that's probably not the best use of your time. I think another differentiator on why customers essentially don't build their own platforms is that it can take a really long time. It can take years and incur large maintenance costs and support costs. Many of our customers also don't have that specialized skill set, but we do at Puppet. At Puppet, we once reinvented configuration management automation. We worked on infrastructure as code, and infrastructure developers really appreciated that from us. We want to essentially bring that to the cloud native world through Nebula. So we want to essentially work on a declarative model management practice that allows for deployments as code, similar to what Puppet has done previously with infrastructure as code. Um, you both approach Project Nebula from different seats in the house of Puppet. I'd love to know specifically from both of you, what are some big goals that you'd like to accomplish with the whole project? Uh, as part of Project Nebula, we would like to collect more feedback and data from our open beta customers and improve our user experience. Our overall goal is to also build something that people love and solves real problems for them, um, especially these application services teams that are providing infrastructure services for app developers. The Nebula team will also be attending the Serverless Summit in San Diego um, on November 18th and presenting a keynote with a demo. Yeah, that KubeCon, Cloud Native Con is going to be a really fun time. We're working really closely with the Continuous Delivery Foundation. We were one of the founding members of it and are still involved pretty heavily in both the oversight and governance as well as with the day-to-day -day working with uh, some of the projects there. You may have seen from the Puppet Eyes keynotes that Nebula is built on one of the CDF projects called Tecton. And 
we're working on contributing the parts of Nebula that are open sourceable and that are should be part of the platform to benefit everybody into those upstream projects. And separately from that, I've been doing a lot of investigation into what people are doing for configuration management in Kubernetes and in cloud native environments. Just because you're running a Kubernetes doesn't mean your complexity just magically goes away. And in some ways it's worse. So I'm really interested in investigating that space and finding out what tools people are building and using out there in the world. I'll also be speaking on a panel in San Diego for at the CDF summit. So it's going to be an exciting fall. Cool. We'll definitely include a link to how you can catch up on CDF Summit and perhaps register and go see Eric speak, as well as some other links and notes that we've dropped throughout the episode here. I'd love to know more about, from y'all's perspective, how working on a cloud-native you know, tool that's going to improve people's workflows uh, with application delivery and whatnot, how has that changed how Puppet work gets done? Because for so many years, we've been focused on config management, infrastructure as code, um, and now we're trying to push more toward a cloud-native focus. Uh, what kind of awesome changes have y'all observed so far? Uh, Gartner predicts that by 2022, more than 75% of global organizations will be running containerized applications in production. That number is more like 30% today. And what this means is that the cloud native market is actually growing and very quickly and the customer needs are changing. Fundamentally, Puppet has excelled at infrastructure as code as our bread and butter for many years. With Project Nebula, we're leveraging our expertise in DevOps abstraction to target a new market in the cloud-native space. Cloud-native infrastructure is more distributed and complex, which brings up a need for DevOps engineers to model these new complexities. And that is where uh, Project Nebula comes into play. We provide deployments as code. That means that, uh, you know, traditionally customers are managing operating systems and virtual machines. However, there's a growing need to better manage Lambda functions, microservices, and containers in general. And that's where all of the cool new changes are happening at Puppet. Yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting reuse that we're looking at. Uh, we mentioned putting workflows on the Forge earlier in the podcast, and I think that's going to be huge. We're expanding what the Forge can do and what people the way they ought to think about Forge, not just for a place to go and download a module, but a place that can help solve a problem that they have, whether that be provisioning, as Melissa mentioned, or different kinds of application deployment, working with different infrastructure. Like the Forge has so much potential and there's so much awesome stuff there already. It's just can be hard to find and it's not as easy as it could be to pull all the pieces together that you need in order to solve a particular end-to-end -end problem. And so that's a big area of focus for us in the next few months, too. That's awesome. You have all of Puppet jazzed. Uh, Puppetized, you have all of our customers, community, super hyped. I'm sure folks listening to this are going to be super curious to see where this project goes next. If folks have any kind of questions or want to hit y'all up on the social medias to a Q&A talk shop, how can they reach out to both of you? They can reach out to me on Twitter, um, at Melissa Sussman, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-S-U-S-S-M-A-N-N -S 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 on Twitter. And I'm, I'll spell it because it's a weird word, A-H-P-O-O-K on Twitter is my name. That's also my SoundCloud if you're interested in that. We're also available in the community Slack. This is on the Puppet community Slack, which you can, if you're not logged in already, you can sign up at slack.puppet.com. And we have a special channel for Project Nebula that's just called Pound Project Nebula. Feel free to jump on there and chat with not just us, but the other developers that are working on the project and other users that are getting started with it too. Awesome. If you're interested also in signing up for Project Nebula, you can find that on puppet.com slash project nebula. So that was a great sneak peek at Project Nebula, a little bit on Puppet's perspective on cloud-native infrastructure and how to improve workflows there. Thank you so much to the both of you for your time today. And for all of you listening, please do hit us up with any questions. We'd love to answer any of them. And with that, take care, everyone.